to the Infinite Podcast. This is the official first episode. I'm very excited. Um, I am in my car. I'm not in my car. I don't have a car. I'm 15. I only have my permit. But I'm, again, outside of my rental house. Which, right off the bat, rental houses suck. <laughs> I'm not trying to offend anyone who loves their rental house. But simply, they are not fun. Because, okay, so I, a little bit of background. I've lived in the same house for 14 years. And then about four months ago, my family was like, okay, let's move. So I was like, okay. Um, I was totally open to moving. I always wanted to move. I wanted the experience and I wanted a change of scenery. I always have. So, um, we decided to move. Is that dog on a leash? If they are not, I'm going to be pissed. It is in fact on a leash. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, rental houses. So basically I, I moved in to a rental. We've been here for about four-ish months, um, waiting for our new house to be built. And, um, our new house is currently in the process. And I really don't like it here. <laughs> I think for one, I am far away from everyone I know. So it kind of sucks because it's like, I kind of wish I was closer, which I will be closer in my new house. But this rental, I feel a different vibe. I feel like it's off. Like it, um, it's not mine, you know, and I can't, I can't make it my own. I can't feel at home. And even though it is a home and it's just a house and every house is just a house, it doesn't have the same vibe as what a home should feel like. I don't know if that makes sense. But um, let me know if you feel the same way because I just don't understand. And I mean, some people live in rentals like all the time because it's, it might be cheaper or depending on the circumstance, you know. But I just, I just don't like it. Um, I can start sitting in this car and just, <laughs> just people watching more often because it's, it's honestly quite relaxing. Um, but yeah, here we are. Welcome. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a wild ride. I don't know why I said it like that. There's a lot of people in this neighborhood and I simply do not like those people. But what people do I like, you know? One of the main reasons I am not going back to school. I did go to in-person school for um, the entirety of my educational career. That sounded so official. Wow, I'm proud of myself. But I, because of Corona, because of COVID, I decided to do online. Um, and now I don't want to go back. <laughs> now I simply do not like the idea of in-person school. It just, it's not appealing anymore. I hated it when I was there and I hate it now. And I love online school. I know a lot of people just can't do online. It just isn't the way they can learn, which is totally fine. But I've always loved learning online. I mean, it gives me a headache, but it's worth it. <laughs> but I am not going back because I just, I just like it. I just like waking up to my coffee and my dog and just, and just logging on and having an aesthetic life. 
Okay, that was that was annoying, but but you you get the idea, okay? Plus, I think over the past year, and I think anyone can agree with this, I've just learned a lot about myself being so isolated from everyone else. I kind of was able to force myself into isolation, um, as most of you should have done, and I kind of just learned more about myself, and I think it was worth it. I think it was worth all that. And I mean, of course, it doesn't make the situation any better, but it kind of puts a more positive outlook on on the situation. You know what I mean? Um, but like, I figured out a lot of things. I definitely upped my <laughs> upped my fashion style or whatever you might call it. Um, I figured out, you know, who my real friends are and that might have taken some alone time and some times of being completely alone to figure out. But I think that's fine. And if you're in that transitional period where you... I'm bad, guys. I'm so sorry. My mom came out and I got embarrassed. But hello! What was I talking about? I really don't remember. Oh, transitional periods. Okay. I honestly feel like it's vital for at least especially in your teenage years and even not in your teenage years but to have that time where you're completely alone and it is one of the hardest hardest times to go through because it's like i have no one and though it's a hard thing to realize and though it might be sad and it might feel bad of course it's gonna feel bad that's that's why it's so important because you're realizing in that time that you're content with being by yourself and that is the most important thing because you are the body you're going to be living in for the rest of your life and though i know that may seem like a bad thing but once you have that alone time where you get to reflect and you get to find yourself and you're never done finding yourself you're still going to go through life and figure out who you are but with that transitional period, you figure out what you deserve. And you figure out what you need to look for in relationships and your family members and your friends. The treatment you should be getting. Because it's you do deserve a lot. But if I sit here and tell you that you deserve a lot, it's going to go one in, in one ear out the other. You're not going to register it. But when you take that alone time and kind of reflect on it and kind of make yourself want that, want to figure things out, it's going to be a lot easier and you're going to have an easier time connecting with people once you know who you are. But that being said, I did go through that. I, I don't know why I call it a transitional period. I think it's because I was from one little girl and not knowing anything about how the world works, which I still don't. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I have no clue what's going on. Um, but I kind of transitioned to more of a, I know what I deserve. And I know the types of hobbies I like and the people that I want to surround myself with. and. Though I don't know what I want for my future, I know the general idea that I want to help people. And things like that. 
that I kind of figured out along the way. And it was a, it was a painful process, you know, it's, I mean, not physically, of course, but mentally it's hard to be alone, but I think it's necessary. And I think that's what it comes down to. I think it comes down to being okay with being alone. And I had a conversation, like, it, it was one of those deep conversations that you have at, like, 3 a.m. with your best friend. And we were, <laughs> we were listening. I'm a huge Harry Styles fan, okay? You're gonna, you're gonna know this about me. Um, so I'm just gonna tell you right off the bat, I love Harry Styles and One Direction and everything. But we had played Fine Line, a song by him, by the way. We had it on repeat, it was 3 a.m., and we just had one of those four-hour conversations about everything. And I was talking with her, her name is Kaylin. We were talking, and we were just discussing everything. But we were specifically talking about how that being alone is so necessary. And I know it might seem, like, impossible, especially if you're so dependent on other people. And I get that. But once you kind of force yourself, like, okay, I don't have to be completely alone. But if I notice toxic traits in the people around me, why am I going to spend my time here feeding into that? I don't deserve that. And you kind of have to just convince yourself for a little while that you don't deserve it, even if you don't believe yourself. And then once you drop those friends and you kind of take a moment to step back, and are like, you know, I don't want to surround myself around those people anymore. And then eventually you realize that your life is completely made up by you. And I feel like people, you know, you're a kid, you grow up, you're in elementary school, you get kind of friends with the, some people you're friends with them in middle school, then you start changing. Your personalities develop, maybe one's really into boys, and which is fine, but one has completely different priorities than the other. You know, you might be into drugs or, you know, just, just all that. And you're kind of not, you know, and you have to take a moment back like, okay, I'm not going to say that they were bad for me. They were meant to be in my life for a reason. And though they shouldn't be in my life now, they were in it for a reason. Because now I'm realizing what I deserve. And you just try to look at it in a better perspective. Like, okay, though these people are bad to me, they're toxic. They're in my life for a reason because now I'm realizing what I deserve. And I'm realizing to be content with being by myself. And that's really important. And the sooner you start that journey, the sooner you're going to get away from that toxicity and that trying to please others. I think that's a big thing. For so long, I was such a people pleaser. When my parents got divorced, I tried to make everything okay like that. But I can't. A 12-year-old girl, at the time I was 12, a 12-year-old girl cannot sit there and talk to two adults and try to make everything okay. It doesn't work like that because sometimes things just happen and they happen for a reason. Everything happens for a reason and I, I solely believe in that and you don't have to believe in it. I will tell you right now, I'm not a religious person whatsoever, but I do believe in that and I believe in that concept that everything happens for a reason. 
Why? I don't know. But it happens. And that's fine. But you have to take it and turn it into a lesson. And it's hard. And it's really, really hard to do. But it's worth it. It's worth it to take that time to reflect. And find hobbies. Watch YouTube videos. Listen to podcasts. Just figure out the little parts of yourself that make you you. Because your friends don't make you you. They're the additional pieces. Your friends, after you hang out with your friends, you should feel good. So some advice I can give to you if you're kind of dealing with toxic friends and you think they, they might be toxic, but you don't know what to do. First of all, to figure out if they're toxic, first of all, hang out with them. Try to talk about your interests. If they shut it down, how supportive are they really? After you hang out with them, take a moment and reflect. How did I feel with these people? And if your answer isn't supported, happy, calm, I had fun, I can lean back on these people in a time of need, then they're not right for you. If like, if you can't answer those with a yes, they're not right for you. And it's, it's simply that. Friends are supposed to be, they're not your personality. Your personality should not be a mocking of your friends. It should be your own. And I think that's why being alone is so important because you kind of have to take that time with yourself and be like, okay, this is who I am. I need to let the influence of my friends go because it's not worth it. And I think once you realize that it's, it's easier, it's easier to, there is this fashionable lady riding her bike like a freaking queen. Yes. Get it with your, your cat sunglasses. Anyways, what was I say? I don't know. Oh yeah. So I think that's important to recognize that being alone is okay. It really is. And it's worth it. It's really worth it. And it might be hard. It's it, No, it's going to be hard. I'm going to tell you right now it's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. But it's worth it. And you don't have to be completely alone. You might have that friend that you know for sure is supportive through everything. I had that friend. But everyone else, I kind of let go for a little while. Because I was like, they're not supportive of me. And when I did that, I started realizing everything. I realized, I realized my sexuality. I realized my style, my aesthetic, my hobbies, what I wanted to pursue. And all of those kind of things. Like it, it just, it fell into place in such a beautiful way that it was just worth it. And I just think that's amazing, you know? But um, I know it's hard, and you don't have to do it right now. You don't have to drop ev everyone. <laughs> don't do that. But it's important to recognize who is meant to be in your life and who's not. Because I promise you, we're here. We're here. We're living. And I know at times it might be hard. But... It's important to do the best you can to make it better for yourself. 
And it's a hard thing to do, but it's worth it. And I know some people have toxic families. So you, you're like, oh, I can't, I can't drop my toxic families. And I know, I know that's hard. Believe me, I know. But you can work around it. It's how you react to situations. And I guess we're completely going in a separate topic now, but this is how my brain works. So welcome. <laughs> but with things like that, it's, it's how you react to situations. You know, I mean, someone can say a snarky comment about, for example, your body. It's how you react to it. Instead, even though you may be insecure, even though you may look in the mirror and hate yourself. Because sometimes I feel that way too. But it's how you react to comments like that. You go to them, you say okay, and then you go in, in your room or your your place and you are like, okay. That was a mean comment. And that's a reflection on themselves. But it's okay. Because the only thing that matters is how I view myself. And I'm beautiful, handsome, perfect. It's how you react to those situations. Or it doesn't even have to be that about yourself. It could just be a negative person in your family who never has something positive to say. It's how you react to things like that. If you're naturally a positive person and you're naturally someone who wants to see the good in things, you need to recognize how family members like that make you feel and change your reaction to where it doesn't bring your mood down. And it's hard to do. It's easier said than done. I definitely get it. But if you kind of take a step back and you're like, okay, that's sad that they have such a negative outlook on life. But I'm not going to be that way. I'm not going to let that affect my quality of life because they're letting it affect theirs. Because it's the same thing with friends. It's the same thing with toxic friends. Their personality is not mine. I am my own personality. I am my own reality. And you, you could take that any way you like, but it's true. It's you, you're in charge of how your life goes. It's, it's completely, it's completely made up by you. Your, your mindset, your outlook on things. It's, it's you. So anytime you come into a situation like that, just, just, turn it into a positive thing. I'm not going to let myself live that my, my life like that. And if you notice your friends like that, if you notice your friends kind of have that outlook, they're not worth your time. But family members you can't really get away from, change your reaction. It, it helps. I promise it helps. It's a work in progress for me. I can tell you right now it's a work in progress, but it's important. It's important to work on. Because it will affect you in a more positive way if you, if you make it into that, you know? And I just think that's, it's, it's cool how you can kind of, you can customize your life, you know? You can't decide what family you're born into, but you can decide how you evolve from that. If you have really toxic parents, you can make it so that I'm not going to be that way for my kids. Or if you're, if you don't want kids, I'm not going to be that way for my, uh, nieces or nephews or, or, you know, students or whatever, whatever the case may be. I'm not going to be those for my friends. You know, I'm not going to be that way. 
and it just kind of makes things a little better, I think, maybe. But do with that information as you will. I feel like this has already gone everywhere, <laughs> but it's okay. You know what? We're just we're just chatting. I always like I'm curious on what you're doing. I can see you. That's kind of creepy. Anyways, it's already almost dark out. <laughs> I've been out here for like an hour, but um, yeah, I feel like it's hard right now i think it's it's hard to be a teenager right now with especially social media ah i love social media obviously i'm i'm right here I'm, I'm talking to people through social media and i think that's the great thing about it i think it's amazing how you can connect with people who you don't even know and i mean it sounds creepy but like it's true you can connect with people you don't know and you can bond over things and sometimes people online are just better you know they're just better than real life people well they're i mean they're real but you know what i mean but i feel like it's also a negative thing as well i mean it <coughs> excuse me sorry a burp um it can be a negative thing for sure i mean you can Oh my god anyways you compare yourself a lot to to other people um on social media and i think a part of that is really who you follow but at the same time it's like you can't get away from it say like something pops up on your for you page or whatever on tiktok you can't get away from that it's kind of just it kind of just happens you know what i mean but you can click not interested on things that are triggering or things that just make you feel bad because it's it's not worth your time, you know? And I think that's like a big part of trying to limit the effect social media has on you and trying to make your life better. Because again, other people's lives are not yours. You're your own life. And there's no definition of beautiful. There's no definition of, like, well, not, like, there is a definition of beautiful. I mean, it's a word, but you know what I mean. There's no, like, set, ideal, realistic definition for beautiful. There's beauty standards, which, if you think about it, change every few years. It changes so much. So much. It, it doesn't make sense. It changed, like, the beauty standard 30 years ago completely different than what it is now and it will continue to change so i think it's dumb that we put so much pressure on people and it's it's just stupid it's it's just stupid <laughs> i'm so negative right now hello i am sorry for that pause i had to say hello to my grandma she came home but i am back beauty standard da 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 <laughs> The beauty standard is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's it's just, it goes without saying that there is one, first of all. And it just makes no sense. It It's just a way to make people feel bad about their bodies. But if you think about it, no one's meant to look the same way. There is no, I mean, there's doppelgangers out there. But, like, there's differences about everyone. And that's the beauty of life i guess you know i mean you're not supposed to look a certain way and 
you if you have a face if you're a person you're beautiful you know like you're you're meant to look like that and um i just i just think it's stupid and it's hard to get rid of that standard because it's always going to be a standard but that doesn't mean it's not going to change it's always going to be changing because society is always changing and i mean the beauty standard a few years ago is completely different than what it is now and i think that you have to take that into consideration because my body type may have been the beauty standard it may be the beauty standard now and it may not have been before or it may have been before and it's not now it's like it's constantly changing and it's the dumbest thing in the world because it's just a way for people to compare themselves and it's it's common nature to compare yourselves and don't feel bad for doing it because it's it's in your nature to compare which it's unfortunate and is a good thing to work on because it's not good for yourself and as soon as you start which kind of connects with the topic before being alone if you are alone and you stop comparing yourself to everyone around you all the toxic people on the internet or in your school or work or whatever and you kind of take a step back and you're like i'm my own person literally why do i even care in the first place <laughs> it, it makes it a, a little better i'd say but that's just my opinion on that and i mean it's it's really hard to just forget about it but it's possible and it's a it's a constant process of self-love and all that jazz and oh my god you should just you should just love yourself like it's easier said than done but it's possible and i'm still on that journey you're probably on it too but as long as you're making an effort i don't see how you can be doing it wrong i really don't i think everyone's on their own journey with that kind of thing and everyone's at their own pace you know so don't feel bad because even if you have a day where you wake up you're like oh i feel so disgusting today that's okay everyone feels like that sometimes and if you feel like that more than normal that's okay too because we all have our different stages of and different paths and again, I'm not a religious person. And if you want to connect this podcast to God, connect it to God. If you want to connect it to the universe, connect it to the universe. If you don't believe in anything, just just, just be, okay? Just listen. Because we are on our own path. We're in our own life. And you may have a bunch of questions, but that's okay too, you know? And I think that's part of it. It's part of growing up. And even if you're older, even if you're in your, you know in well adulthood you're still growing up you'll forever be growing up and you have to learn that it's okay to have setbacks and it's okay to compare yourself sometimes but you have to recognize them and realize okay these are the things i need to not do and tomorrow i'm gonna try again and i'm gonna set these goals for myself and as long as you're making a conscious effort you are doing more than a lot of other people because a lot of other people go their entire lives just being because they don't think about it they just think that's how it's supposed to be 
but you don't have to be how you're supposed to be. You can be whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. I mean, as long as you're being safe and not putting yourself or others in harm, who cares, you know? And I think that's great. I think that's amazing. It's your life and you can make it better for others and yourself and you can be that person to help others and yourself. And it's amazing. So, yeah, there's that. I just think it's a work in progress and we're going to go through that together. And you're going to see my journey. Right now, I feel good. Right now, I've been waking up and I've been like, okay, I'm kind of, I'm kind of good. I'm kind of hot. I'm kind of, girl, you know? But I think that also has come with that time being alone and that time figuring out who I want in my life. And it's important. It's important to look at. It's important to recognize. And um, it is a conscious effort. It really is. And it, it might take a while. I mean, so far, it's been a year and I'm not even close to where I want to be. But I'm working at it. And it's it's okay, you know? And it will be okay. But, you know, it's just... We all gotta try. Because we're here, we're living, we're breathing. Let's just try to make it better. For ourselves, you know? Because it's not all bad. It's not all bad. It may seem like bad right now. And it may feel crazy. And it may feel never-ending. But it's not. Because it depends on the way you look at it. Is this an obstacle? Or is this never-ending? It's not. I promise it's not. Because you felt happiness before. I can guarantee, even if it was when you were a baby, you felt it. So you know it's there. You know it can happen. But it takes time. And for some, it may take years and years and years. Some it may take weeks. Some it may take, like, forever. Not forever. But you get the idea. And you... It's, it's hard not to do it, but you just don't compare yourself. Because that's going to make the time even longer. Because when you as soon as you stop caring, it gets so much better. It gets so much better. You know, the times, every day, I remember in like 7th grade, I'd wake up and I'd put on a t-shirt and I'd be like, does this shirt make me look gay? I didn't even know I was gay then. I didn't even know I was bisexual then. And I would look in the mirror and say that to myself. Why? Because I live in kind of a, I don't know, place where where you would get comments like that. But then quarantine happened that whole year. I was like, wait, I am gay. And it was the funniest realization. But it was also scary. And I think a lot of people go through that. I think it's it's a scary thing for a lot of people. But once you stop caring, it gets so much better. Because it's like, this is my life. This is completely up to me. And so what if I have a preference? So what if I identify this way or whatever? It's literally no one's business. It's no one's business. I'm going to wear what I want. I'm going to listen to the music I want. I'm going to be attracted to the people I'm attracted to. I'm going to have the identity I want to have and I'm just going to go through with it. 
because it's worth it because it, I know I'll be happier and my life will benefit and I'm going to be kinder to others because of it. Because once you're accepting of yourself and you're kinder to yourself, it reflects on other people. It really does. It makes you 10,000 times more attractive. I mean, as soon as I started like respecting myself, I just felt better and I started treating people better. And I was never a, a mean person. I was always a nice person. I was always known as a nice girl, but I was more upfront to people and bold to people and attractive to people. And I was nicer to people. And nicer doesn't always mean like the definition of what what's her name from Victorious Cat Valentine. When when I when I was little, the definition of nice and happy was Cat Valentine. Whenever I'd whenever I'd get up, I'd be like, oh, I did, you know, like ah, I'm Cat Valentine, because that's my definition of happy when I was younger or nice. But that doesn't have to be what nice is. Nice to me is being there and being present and giving good advice and being truthful being truthful is so important to developing friendships now you don't have to be an open book you don't have to tell everyone all of your secrets or all of your thoughts or opinions or whatever but when you're truthful and honest in a nice way it's just it's better your relationships and your friendships are going to be so much better they're going to be so much better. And you're going to attract people that are meant to be in your life. Because there are people that are meant to be in your life. I feel I feel like there are. And when you start being kinder to yourself and you start developing your own identity, it's a lot easier to make those friends or uh, significant others or whatever, you know? And it's it's better it's nice <laughs> i keep using that word but it's nice <laughs> but yeah i just i think it's good and it's it's hard it's really difficult and i've been through it i'll tell you i've been through it but it's worth it it's worth it to be kinder to yourself and it's easier said than done i know it is and i'm hoping through this podcast maybe i can help you or help myself even kind of get that advice and and do something with it you know but again I ramble on as always and I will continue to ramble on because I'm hoping it might help some people but I don't know I want to <gasps> there's more dogs oh my god the dogs in this neighborhood are cute the people are annoying in this neighborhood but the dogs chef's kiss that's all i have to say it is absolutely pitch black now um i've been filming or not filming recording is that what you call it recording that is the word yep good job sabrina i've been recording for about 30 minutes and i love it <laughs> i should i be doing homework yeah am i going to no no i won't i I'm excited. I'm excited for where my life is going, I think. And I've kind of had a hectic week, I'd say. I think it's been a lot recently. Uh, my dog recently passed away, um, which was really sad. I mean, he was my childhood dog. Um, he was a big part of my childhood. 
but I tried my best to keep calm and I think I'm that type of personality who doesn't react in a um scared kind of uh crazy way I just kind of kept calm and just felt I don't know I think it's interesting how people react to things like that but I won't get too into it because I don't want it to be triggering to anyone so um but I just kind of wanted to update on what's been going on but that has been happening which has been interesting to um deal with and it's definitely a weird experience and for anyone who might be going through a loss of a pet or animal i'm i'm sorry i know how hard it is and it's not easy it really isn't but it's okay um i think you kind of have to again figure out how you can turn your reaction into an easier thing and um i think that makes things a little better also today i was outed <gasps> oh my goodness I was outed to my school. Very, very interesting experience. At first, I was terrified. I was crying. I was, I had a stomachache because that's how I react in situations. I get a stomachache. And I was shaking. Full-blown panic attack. I was like, oh crap. I am scared. I'm scared. I'm going to get called mean words and I'm going to get a bunch of questions but now i simply do not care <laughs> i know it may seem just kind of mm, i don't know the word for it but i really don't care you know i this kid found out um kind of just a weird story um i think it was an accident but whatever kind of just told everyone it was a lovely experience but I don't even go to that school anymore, but of course kids in high school or whatever, middle school, doesn't matter, love drama. They love gossip, and I don't even think that changes when you're an adult. It doesn't. I don't think it does, but people love gossip because they're too focused on other people's lives to actually pay attention to their own and their own well-being and it again is a reflection of themselves and what they need to work on and it's truly just one of those things you know what i mean but someone's coming out of the door anyways um but being outed is an interesting experience because you just I just randomly got a text today from my friend that knew I was, um, bi, and she was like, uh, this happened, and I was like, oh, ooh, but, you know, it's fine, I feel better now, because I'm kind of looking at it as a, well, what am I so afraid of, you know, and I mean, it's hard for people in the LGBTQ plus community to come out. And I understand that. I'm terrified. But it also is okay. And I think that's part of being okay with who you are. Because I think if this were to happen a few months ago, I would have been terrified. I would have... I would have moved. I would have moved across the country. But but I think now that it's happened now, I'm looking at it as more of a positive thing. 
you know? And I, it's not a positive thing. I mean, if you are, if you have a friend who is part of the community and you out them to, who's driving? Oh, that's creepy. Anyways, if you out them to someone, you're, you're a douche. I'm sorry. You're a douche. It is not your place. Please, 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 please. If you have a friend or literally just anyone you know, someone is a douche and tells you, don't go around spreading it even if they're out. It's not your place. It's not your place because you don't know if they're out to everyone. You don't know. Maybe maybe they just trusted you with it, but they didn't specify that they're not out yet. It's still never your place to talk about those types of things. Even if they're dating someone, it it's never your place. Um, And I think it just causes a ruckus and honestly it's okay I really I really kind of took it as just a I don't care moment because I don't you know I I'm confident in who I am I'd like to think and I'm confident in my sexuality and I know what I like what I don't like and I know my preferences and I'm just kind of looking at, at it in a chill way especially because I'll never see these people again in my life. No, I, I probably will in, at some point. And I've gotten texts and everything, which is annoying, but it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I think it's really a reflection of other people when people do things like that because they simply don't have an interesting enough life. So they just need to be involved in other people that they don't even know this kid doesn't even know me <laughs> he barely knows i exist and he took it upon himself to just you know but i really think it's it's how you react to situations like that and if you've gone through a similar thing it's hard you know i get it and it just it's okay because it's about being confident in who you are, you know? I like what I like, and it shouldn't be that big of a deal. And I think breaking the stigma of the fact that it's considered a big deal. Yes, it is a big deal, because it's it's you figuring out who you are. And when you come out, it should be praised, and it should be welcomed. But it shouldn't be that big of a deal to where people feel the need to gossip. Because that's not fair. Because you're the only one that should have something to say about your sexuality. Always. About your identity, sexuality, gender, whatever it is. You should be the only one to comment on it. And if other people are commenting on it, one, they shouldn't be in your life. They shouldn't be in your life. Unless it's like positive comments. You know, like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Things like that. Those are the people that should be in your life. And if you're straight... If you're an ally, um, please respect your friends. And of course, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you are an ally. I would hope so. If you're not, please leave. <laughs> I don't want you here. Um, but I think it's important that you, as an ally, to support your friends and never take it upon yourself to out your friends to other people because it's it's just not it's never gonna end well with that because it's not fair you know if you were to tell your friends something personal that they didn't really want you going around telling people 
you should never do that. And of course, if they gave you consent, of course you can do that. But it's don't, never take it upon yourself unless they directly tell you, hey, can you tell everyone for me? Which I don't really know the case that would come in because I, I don't know, maybe you have like social anxiety and you just don't want to say it yourself, but and that's fine. But yeah. But if you are part of the community and that similar things have happened to you, I'm sorry. It sucks. It's really not a good feeling and it's shocking and it's like, oh, I was not expecting this to happen so soon. But you kind of have to take it and be like, you know what? It was going to happen regardless, you know? And it sucks that I wasn't the one that was able to share that information. But now it's out. And now I don't have to be secretive anymore because if people have something negative to say they're just that's fan behavior i'm sorry my friend kaden told me today after i told him that what happened he was like fan behavior literally fan behavior because who else would talk about that you know that actually doesn't have such an interest in you that they need to gossip about you because it's the same thing with celebrities i mean something happens with a celebrity and all people do is gossip 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 because they're fans. <laughs> and you, if they're negative fans, I mean, obviously you're not a fan if you're negative, but it's it's the same type of thing where it's like an obsession with any sort of news that they can get their hands on. And it sucks, but it happens. And it's what you do with it is how it'll affect you. Am I really going to ruin a perfectly good day? The sun is still shining. I'm still breathing. And I am still sitting here with my Dunkin' Coffee, filming a podcast, or recording, I keep saying filming, recording a podcast in the night, it's dark, <laughs> but I'm still here, and I'm okay, and I think that's what you need to remind yourself, no matter what happens, you know, I'm here, I'm okay, and I'm confident. I like girls, I like guys, I like everyone, you know, and that's fine. And if people have an opinion about that, let them have their opinion, but it's not going to affect me because I only accept the support and positivity from other people because their significance just lowers and lowers each time they say something negative. I mean, they really just don't have any significance if they don't have anything nice to say. So... I guess that's that's that segment. So if you're dealing with something similar to that, I that's the best I could give you right now because I'm still working through it and I'm still kind of pissed. Yeah, I'm still pissed, but it's fine. It's fine and it'll it'll pass. And it, it doesn't it doesn't matter as much as I would think it would. But yeah. That hold on, let me take a sip of my coffee. It's literally melted, so it's just water at this point. I'm sorry if you hate that sound. I'm sorry. Also, pet peeve of mine. Was a word dump? Pet peeve of mine. I despise mouth sounds. Not like talking, but like smacking of the lips and chewing loudly. Despise it. Despise it. I everyone gets mad when they ask for like trigger warnings on like things like that but I just hate it I hate it so much and I'm sorry if I'm one of those people and I'm being a full-on hypocrite right now 
but I despise it. I cannot stand it. I get like defensive almost. Like if someone's at the table and they're eating and they're making loud sounds, I, I, I cry. I've cried at the dinner table before for that reason, which may sound completely irrational, but I don't care. It's a horrible sound. It's just awful. But I guess, I don't know. I guess I need to work on that, you know? Big, that's my biggest pet peeve at this point. Um, and close-minded people. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, but wow. I have talked about so many things in this podcast. I don't even know how long it's been. I'm pretty sure it's, like, been around 30 minutes. I don't know. Whatever. But there, there is that. That is the first episode. Wow. The first episode of the infinite podcast (laughs) i really hope you enjoyed i think i'm gonna wrap it up now um i will be doing these weekly hopefully and i really hope you guys enjoyed um dm me for if you need to ask any questions or if uh you want me to talk about any topics or anything like that and let me know if you um need any advice directly or anything like that you can dm me the easiest way is probably instagram you can dm me at the name of the podcast the infinite podcast that's the the username for instagram and yeah i really hope you enjoyed i am really looking forward to this and i don't know if it's gonna reach a lot of people but i'm hoping it does and even if it's like one person literally if it's if it's one person that can connect to this That'll make me the happiest human because I just want to, I just want to have a conversation. I want to talk about things with you and I want you to maybe find some type of peace within this podcast. And, um, yeah, but if you like more of me, uh, you can follow this podcast and yeah, you'll, you'll hear from me a lot more. You can also, my, um, personal account uh, on Instagram and what's it called? TikTok is <laughs> at who is B Brie. So you can follow me on there if you want to see more from me, more personal stuff, uh, all that jazz. So yeah, I hope to see you again soon and I hope you have a beautiful day. And yeah, see you next time. Bye.